0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Two of the Lucky Ones.
1: Dodging bullets since 2003.
0: Definitely dodging bullets since 2003. We're still dodging them.
1: Still dodging them.
0: Yep. So anyway, tonight's uh, episode is going to be about um, keeping score in your marriage. And um, we're going to talk about a little bit about what we've done in the past with keeping score between ourselves and the damage that it's caused and what we've learned about how to not keep score and how to make things better for for not doing that sort of thing so anyway let's get to it here we go so here we are um this is we've put a lot into it this week trying to uh, get this one lined out for y'all um we think this this i mean all the episodes we do are important but this one's really important because i think a lot of Married couples do this. We've seen it in people that we know and ourselves. And um, we did this like really bad for like a long time. Yeah, We really tried. Well, it's
1: easy to fall into this.
0: It is. It is easy to fall into this trap because and what we mean, and I'm sure you understand before I explain it. But what we mean by keeping score is. Things like, um, "Hey, honey, can you walk the dog?" Um, and then them saying, "Well, you know, I did it three times this week already, and you've only done it once. Can you do it this time?" Or, "Or, hey, you know, can you come help me clean the bathroom?" Well, I cleaned the bathroom the other day, and now it's your turn, and stuff like that. I mean, but- these are things that you really want to avoid. Um, I heard a I, I found a really good quote. This week, I don't know who it's from, but it made a lot of sense. And so I decided to incorporate it into this podcast. And it says, um, keeping scores for games. And if you're treating any part of your relationship like a game, you're going to lose. Yep. So, um, this is something that, uh, like I said, Chelsea and I were really bad at doing.
1: It took us a long time yeah. to realize that, like, hey, this is not good.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we've been through several phases where we, we would, um, like we've had people around us call it sparring, where we would spar with each other. We didn't see it as argument, arguing, but the people around us definitely did. And um, but we would in the in that sparring, we would also keep score on things. And um, it got that's where a lot of our fights came from was yeah. trying to outdo one or the other. So what we did was we kind of just stopped doing it. I mean, over over time. Yeah. I mean, the we when we we dove into this. This um, the train the getting together for this uh, show. We we looked into how we stopped and what caused us to stop um, keeping score on each other. And you know there there are a lot of things that that keeping score causes. One of the big things that it causes is resentment yeah. in each other. And um, but what are the reasons that we keep score? You know, I mean, honey, do you want to field that one or I mean,
1: well, really. Laziness, yeah. Um, being lazy, or just, I don't know. I just felt like it's a way to kind of pick a fight almost in a way. The reason people do it is because we feel like that the other person's not putting in the weight, maybe, or laziness, or I mean, it can be a lot of different things. But what we finally had to figure out was like, okay, if we really love each other, we're not gonna do this. And it boils down to communication. Yes, in my def- opinion,
0: yeah, it definitely does. Um, and that's something that that you brought up this week was, you know, in communicating rather than than just coming out. A lot of ways that this sort of thing gets started is where one of this one of the two of you will um, come out and just say, "Hey, I need help right now. I need you to get up off the couch and come help me with this," and not come across in a in a way that's really asking. It's more demanding. Mm-hmm. And um, usually, it comes from a place of frustration on that other right. person's side, where they're frustrated and aggravated with what they're dealing with. And the the other spouse might not even know that there's frustration going on over right. there. So, rather than ordering the person off of whatever they're doing, and rather than doing that, rather
1: than saying, "Hey, I could use a little help right now,"
0: yeah, or even or just yeah, just communicating your needs to that person and right. saying something along the lines of. Hey, I just want to let you know, I'm really struggling in here with the kiddos right now. They're, they're giving me a hard time. Would you mind? And that's kind of what we do a lot. Um, Chelsea will be wrestling one of the babies on doing something or whatever. And, and I, I don't even notice that she's doing it and she'll come to me and, and rather than ordering me, you know, to, to, you know, get in here now, you know, or doing something like that, which she used to do and I did too, but I mean, (laughs) you know, but, um, she'll just come in and say, hey, listen, sweetie, I'm just, she's giving me a hard time right now and I need to get this other one changed or whatever, or she needs to eat, you know, or something like that. Um, she'll just give me her, you know, what she's dealing with at the, at the moment and explain to me what she's dealing with rather than... feeling. Right, yeah. and what she's feeling and, and rather than ordering me to do it, um, which goes a long way with me. You know, I'm like, oh, you know, she's, she's struggling in there. I need to give her a hand, you know, so, um, and see, that's something that, some of our our previous episodes kind of lead up to when we talk about you know finding that that spot where you make a decision that you want to be with the with your spouse and you decide that you know this is something I need to really put the effort and love into this relationship and I need to really try be Get a better effort be yeah. a better yeah be a better husband be a better spouse be a better wife whatever and um, when you make those decisions and you realize that this is someone i really want to be with i really care about them and even though the relationship kind of gets diluted over time that you spend together you you have to keep on bringing yourself back to that that knowledge that you love that person very much and right. that you care about their well-being and how they feel and so if you keep that into the into the forefront whenever you're being asked to do these sort of things because the more I think about it, and this is something that kind of came to my mind this, this week as we were getting to get getting ready for this uh, episode was that I love Chelsea very much and I don't want to see her suffer or, or be in any kind of stress or, or so my thing is, I would rather go ahead and do the work and just to keep her from having to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of, she does the same thing with me. I mean, we're, she's very, very good about, You know, making sure that I don't have to do things that normally aren't in my scope of operations, I guess you would say. And um but but it took us a long time to get to that point. I mean, we But it was but once
1: we figured it out, I mean it's really a simple fix. It really is. It's like, hey, I mean, they cannot read your mind. Right. Um Shane can sometimes look at me and tell how I'm feeling and maybe those type of things, but he can't like he he doesn't know that, like, the laundry needs to be changed out. I can't, like, tell him that without, he can't read my mind. Right. And so um, I have to communicate to him in that way because I used to get so frustrated because I'm like, why don't you just do it, you know? Yeah. And that's stupid. Like, I need to come to you and say, hey, we got to do this, this, and this. I could use help in this way. Love you. Thanks. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs>
0: And and I'll be honest with everybody out there right now. I mean, we and we've said this before, and we'll say it again. but We're nowhere near perfect, and no. we don't. You know, we still make mistakes, and we still have to work on our marriage, just like anybody would. But, you know, those type of situations for us are pretty much non-existent anymore. Right. Where we, she gets angry with me about something that she hasn't communicated with me right. or to me, rather, and um, those kind of things just don't really happen with us anymore because well, she it
1: stopped because. Sorry to interrupt No, you. go ahead. But like I stopped clamming up. I used to get mad and then I wouldn't talk to him. I wouldn't tell him. Right. And now our relationship is different. We're more transparent yes. because that's what we talked about in the last it episode. Is. And it's very much so needed because now I feel safe to tell him how I really feel. Right. Like he's n- not going to be judgmental in any way, but... There used to be so much stress and strife and anger built up because I wasn't expressing myself.
0: Yeah, and in a lot of ways, this type of situation is more of a kind of a one-way street when it comes to being asked to do things. It's usually the women asking the men to to help them. It's not usually the other way around because we just don't usually get that involved with housework until we get asked. Um, Mm -hmm. That happens a lot because especially in households where the man has a job and the wife stays home and takes care of the kids, we feel like because we're men and we work all day and we come home, we have every right in the world to just put our feet up and not lift a finger and help our wives in any way because we worked all day and they didn't do anything all day, according to a lot (laughs) of men. They didn't work. You know, They didn't do anything, but... I know for a fact that my wife works all day long, and um, whenever I come home, I, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm working into next. But regardless, that that is a serious. It's way like of, a boundary. Yeah, it's to, like a way of looking at things in the marriage that right. needs to change if people want to right. expect a healthy marriage and, and a healthy relationship. These well, You guys, you've got to get out of that mindset of, I worked all day and now you do all the work when right. I get home and I don't have to do anything. That's just not the way it's ever going to work if you want a happy wife. Right. So I'm going
1: to throw one thing in here really fast. Um, when Macy, when our oldest was a baby, I'll never forget, someone called to speak to you and she said, I said, "Well, he he can't come to the phone right now. You know, he's he's bathing Macy. Um, can he call?" She goes, "He's bathing Macy, like it was such a um, <laughs> non-traditional. Like, what in the world is he doing that for?" <laughs> and I'll never forget that. And I'm like, "Oh wow, how things used to be." Yeah. You well, know. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I had to throw that tidbit. In. I'll no, never forget that.
0: No, that's good. And I, I
1: just, you know, you've but- just always been so hands-on um well thank you and there's not a lot of people you know there's there's there are dads out there that are very hands-on and you're one of them and i'm very thankful for that because it it does help it helps me just the whole house run smoother
0: yeah and a lot of times the 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 aggravation that comes from um from keeping score comes from other areas and a lot of that stuff comes from like a, like like we were talking about before, situations where the love isn't necessarily there, or the well, the love may respect be there, but maybe. the res, but yeah, the yeah. respect or the the um, the good communication, the good transparency, right. and all that isn't isn't really happening in the relationship, and it needs to. Um, right. That's how you get to the to the level of of peace in the house right. with you know
1: and it's so much more peaceful now i yeah. really i mean our house isn't nowhere near peaceful let me rephrase <laughs> no. that it's wild but it is wild but there's it it just it runs more smoothly
0: we well, see and that's true if when we if,
1: both if, pitch in
0: if think about a firehouse as wild as it is right now and you and i were at each other oh. all the time i mean oh, sh- it would just be an absolutely a nightmare
1: yeah nobody wants to live like that
0: you know and that was one one reason we we really started you know Coming together on some of this stuff was we just couldn't stand living that way anymore. Yeah, we got I mean, tired it was of just, the, the yeah. fight
1: and and over something so simple, so to, stupid, you know, so easy to yeah, fix. We could fix I mean, it, but it's I think that Satan uses this mm-hmm. as a tool to get in between husbands and wives. I mean, yep. he's not my sibling. No, <laughs> you and know, we're and not, that's how and we're we not acted. Room, yeah, and we're not roommates. And we're not roommates, and that's how yeah. he acted for. Um, that's how he acted. That's how we acted. <laughs> easy. For a long time. <laughs> and so um, it's just different when you were like, oh my gosh, like a light bulb goes off. Like this is so easy to fix. Yeah. It, you know, the screaming stopped really when Yeah. the frustration, it was just so much easier once we were like, uh, and a lot of people might not, it might not take 15 years like it did us, but... <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh, I hope it doesn't take all that kind of time <laughs> no. to get get your relationship fixed. But, um, but regardless, it can it can happen. It, it can definitely work for you. So, um, but um, there's a few verses of scripture that we've put together for tonight that kind of fit. Uh, into the category of what we're talking about here. And um, the first one is uh, James 1, 19 through 21. It says, Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant, cannot cannot spit that out, wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. Yes. So take that to heart, seriously. Um, the next one is James 2 through 4, which is, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and let steadfastness have its full effect, for you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. That you may be perfect and complete, yeah, yeah. lacking in nothing. Right. Sorry about that. I misread that one. Um, and the last one here is First Corinthians ten, verse twenty-four: Let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. And by neighbor, that means, yeah, <laughs> the people around you, and that can definitely also mean your spouse. So, um, but that's important. I mean, you, it, and that's something that you'll arrive at. You know, if you do make the decisions to love each other like we talk about and you make the decisions to like if you both sit down and say, We're gonna we're gonna get through this right. no matter what, we're gonna fix this marriage, we're gonna work on it together and you've right. got to put the other person's needs in front of your in ahead of your own. Um it's Well never-
1: and once I quit quit nagging, I nagged big time when yeah. you know, it was just it was out of frustration and um A lot of stuff I was dealing with in my own head and that is just, it's, it's not what you want. I mean, that doesn't benefit anyone. So now it's just different. I just come to you. I'm like, Hey, can you do this? I'll do that. Blah, blah, blah. It's just, there's no, you'll never, there's never like a 50 50, like there's never equal input of one spouse or the other. It's just not ever going to be that way. It's never balanced. Right. Because no. somebody always thinks that they're doing something more than the other.
0: Well, and here's the thing, too. Men and women um, give their own points in their own head way differently right. than, than, than what, they, the, the, what the other person thinks. Like, say, for instance, a man gets off the couch to come help his wife. He scores himself, like, 500 points for doing <laughs> that. And a wife will give him, like, you know, one point. Mm-hmm. So for coming yeah, in here. you get one yeah. point, but, um, you know, we just score completely differently for each other. So we think by working all day and doing our job all day that we get like 2000 points. And, you know, since we got up that morning and then we went to work and then we came home, we're up 2,500 points Right. and the wife, you know, all she did today was what maybe, you know, changed a few diapers or, or, or made, you know, made dinner for me by the time I got him, how hard was that? So she gets what, 10 points, 15 points. Right. I mean, in a man's head, a lot of times, I'm not saying all men, right? but a lot of times we get this idea in our minds guys that, you know, our point system is set so much higher than what it should be and what our wife believes it to be. So, yeah.
1: well, and those things, you know, we, we kind of quit, keeping score and you just kind of jumped in and started helping me like dinner. You helped me with dinner. You helped me, you know, do we started doing things together? Right. We fold clothes together. We, you know, it's you know, just another time and a little bit more time to spend together. Well,
0: and it's like, like, for example, I mean, this is something that actually has happened fairly recently that I, that I myself, I'm going to just put this in there as a scenario to kind of help explain, you know, where my head is and, and kind of how I, I did, I did, did this situation how i handled this situation and again please don't don't think that i'm patting myself on the back or I'm trying to say i'm i'm good look at me or anything like that that's not what i'm doing i'm just this is what happened and this is how i how i dealt with it you know we've got two two-year-olds in this house and they wreck our living room every yeah. night i mean they they get their to- they, they got toys spread all by the time they you know, finish playing over the course of a couple hours or whatever. You know, yeah, from the time we make them clean up. Every yeah, from hours. the time they 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 have their nap to the time it's time to go to bed, they've destroyed the living room. But we cannot stand to go. Neither one of us can stand to bed the house down for the night with it destroyed. So um, I noticed that you know while I'm sitting there flipping through the channels watching TV, Chelsea was struggling with these two. Little ones trying to get them to pick their toys up and clean and all this kind of stuff. She wasn't asking me to help; she was just doing it. She was just something she did every night. And now I saw. that
1: I'm bigger, pregnant. It's been hard. Yeah,
0: and, and and now she's you know now she's pregnant, so it's even you know it's even worse. And that's not really what got me to to start help, intervening in this situation or anything. It, it's just something that I noticed was going on. And it took me a little while to notice it. I mean, it. I let her do it for a while like an idiot. I just sat there and went, "Ah, she'll get it," you know, and just. I mean, that was just not the way, and I sit there and I watch my wife, who I love, struggle with trying to get these two, you know, it's like, you know, I hate, I hate this herding old cats. cliche, but it's like herding cats, yeah. trying to get them to, to clean up and, and take care of the stuff they're supposed to take care of. And I was like, what are you doing? Why are you just not even helping? You're not even helping. You're not even doing anything. It's that kind of. Of things that you need to be looking for, and and I mean, when I say you, I'm talking about both spouses on both sides. Just, right. if you see, but it just happens to be that in a lot of cases, it's the man that needs to <laughs> look into because when you're at home, you think anyway. Yeah, but um, but that's that's something I saw her struggling with, and and I got up and just tried to start helping her, and you know what, it went three times as fast, and and it and it helped relieve her stress like a huge amount. But here's the deal. If you if you love your spouse, if you really do love them, if you if you care about their feelings and you love them, um, then you're gonna want to help them right. when they're struggling with something or even when they're just doing it. I mean, you see that they're working hard on something, then you know you would think you would want to get in there and give them a hand. Right. I mean here's the deal. You put in a hundred percent at work all the time. You, you know, you work, you know, if your boss calls you at home, not every guy, but I'm just saying just some, you know, Hey, I need you to do this or do that. What do you do? You jump on it. You're like, Oh, absolutely. Yes, sir. You know, or whatever. Boom. You go and you do what's expected. Or if they, you know, ask you whatever, and you get the idea. And, and why would you put in that 100% at your job, but only put in like 50 or 25% at home? What makes you think? That home's and What not,
1: area is more important yeah, to your life? Exactly.
0: Yeah. To your life. Or should what, be more. What important. area is more? No, what area is more important? Seriously. I mean, jobs yeah. are important. Don't get me wrong. You got to have one. But, um, but I mean, your home life, to me, I think to me, that's family comes first in every aspect of, of what God. I think should be. You know what I mean? But um, in my opinion, family comes first. But, but I think everybody gets the idea. So, um, one thing that, that we came up with a while back with and um, I think works really well is um, start keeping a gratification journal together. Yeah. Um, it does, it, it accomplishes a lot of things. And what I mean by a gratification journal is just when you're at Walmart or whatever, pick you up or you may have one later around the house, just grab a, a book, a notebook or whatever and start and make, you know, name it your gratification journal. And then rather than keeping score in a negative way, like, All right. What you want to do is start thinking of ways that you're that you're thankful for grateful the things that you're for. that you're grateful for the things that your spouse does throughout the throughout the week, and then sit down with one. You don't even have to sit down and do it together. Just grab the journal and write down right. what you're think, what you're what you're grateful for your your spouse doing that week. It could be that you just had clean underwear that morning, or or yeah. just whatever comes to mind. But here's what it does: is it helps you to think about things that make you grateful for having them and for making for uh, that. You're grateful that they're your spouse it changes that, your mindset. Towards yeah. them. And so that way you're not thinking about, you know, negative, you know, scorekeeping. Right. You're thinking about gratitude and what you're thankful for. And I promise you doing just this one little thing will really change things for y'all. Well, um,
1: and I tried, I tell you all day how thankful I am. And I did. We, and we you, both, you, you, know, you have, we, we well, yeah. I think it goes Chelsea, both ways. I
0: think Chelsea tells me more than I tell her but No, but I, I think you do. You tell me a lot and I'm I constantly really like, I really me, appreciate you. It makes me feel really this. good when you do that, dude. Well, I know and that's I just, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like
1: when you and I think it's it just it, it turned our relationship around and I was like, "You know what? I'm thankful for this. I'm thankful that you I mean, I I just tell you all day. You probably get tired of hearing it, really, but no. like thank <laughs> you for this. Thank you for that. Thank you for doing this. I really appreciate you. You know. Um, it's in that whole mindset of like, how can I love this person more and show them my appreciation in that way, you know? And, and so I'm constantly like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cause it, you know, it is hard. It's hard to be at home. And, you know, I, I, I retired from doing hair to when we got the babies, they're a couple of months old, but, um, and I couldn't. And you can't do it on your own. Yeah, there's just no possible way that, um, and I do feel my heart goes out to like all the mothers that do have to do it alone, and I, I would just say, you know, pray for that change because anything is possible when you put when you give it to the Lord, and yeah. and I well, just it's it's crazy having to do it on my own. I can't imagine.
0: Well, pray for that change, and also communicate that to your spouse, right? sit down and talk to your spouse and tell them where you're struggling, where you're having problems. And and, and if you think about it, like, like here's a, here's a one, one possible um, fix to a, a type of situation. It's just a off the, off the cuff kind of a idea, but like, Think about when it is in your day that you normally do need help. And I'm talking about after five thirty or whatever when your your husband gets home or whatever it is or the wife gets home. Sometimes there's dads are home doing this home. and the wife's working. I mean it's
1: sometimes both of them work. Sometimes
0: yeah. both of them work. We've done that. But regardless of the of what the situation is, is um, you know, you have a good idea of what um, time of the day you run into these problems if you sit down and think about it you know right. when these things are going to take place so think plan it out ahead of time and let your spouse know hey listen you know around 6 30 when we start getting ready for dinner or whatever that's whenever i have trouble with the kiddos you know and doing you know homework or, or whatever we're picking them up from here or there doing whatever needs to be done and think about what's going on at that time. Is that normally the time whenever your your guy comes home from work and he gets comfortable and sits on the couch? That's about the time you hit him up needing help after about the time he sat down and went, ah, and got the remote in his hand and he starts changing the channels on the TV to relax for the day. And then you come in and ask him to come help you. Rather than let it happen like that, plan out ahead of time and think, you know, hey, listen, this is coming down here in about an hour. So do you think you could be ready to maybe give me a hand? That way they can get it in their mind that this is going to come up and then, you know, they can step in and help you. So I know it can't always work exactly like that, but it's a, you know, it's just one possible solution to to this, to a situation that can kind of help things move along a little smoother.
1: Right. I just saw another quote. Let's have it. For, For a partner to win... The relationship will lose.
0: Yeah, that's true. And you think about it. That's you've probably even heard this this cliche talked about. But it's true. It's a good one. Um, for for there to be, if you're playing a game like that, if you're keeping score, that means somebody has to lose. And I mean, are you interested in seeing your your spouse lose? I mean, because that's what's going to happen. Right. If you keep score up to the point and you think you've won, that means they've lost.
1: Well, and th- yeah, and I can't exactly. be ha- I
0: can't be happy with that. I can't exactly. be happy with seeing you, you know, making it to the point where you've lost and I've won. I mean that that does not sit well with me at all, and it shouldn't sit well with anybody. I wouldn't think that's married if they love their spouse. They should never feel comfortable making their spouse a you know a loser. Right? <laughs> you know exactly. I mean? So
1: well, and we've talked about a lot about um, the division of household labor, right? But there are other things like um, financial contributions spending habits time spent alone or together or even who initiates or consents sexual intimacy that's another thing communication you know it's just if you're experiencing a rough patch in who um initiates sex talk about it yeah i mean it's just it's all it boils down to you communicating with each other yes there was a study done that i read That talked about um, the number one thing that destroyed relationships. Um, And they studied these people over 50 years. Wow. And it was exactly the tit for tat. Yeah. That's that's crazy.
0: I could see that. I could see that doing that because it brought us to the brink. I mean, we got really to where we just kind of got to the point where we didn't even really want to, well, we've never really been in a a situation where we just didn't want to be around each other. Thankfully, we've always had that. We've always wanted to be around each other, but it definitely put us in a bad spot where we were not getting along at all for, for a sustained amount of time.
1: Right. Well, and, and you know, when this, this happens, you get defensive about everything. Yeah, you do. It's just, it's just poison. It just poisons your relationship in so many different areas And when you decide to stop competing, it's just different.
0: Yeah, big time. Well, and there's something else I was going to bring up a minute ago. and The mindset of of women versus the mindset of men about things around the house that need to get done, where this tit-for-tat stuff kind of comes from, a lot of times, things that are a big deal – to women small things that are a big deal to women are not a big deal to us right and um it can be the smallest little thing like just start doing this guys when you get up in the morning make the bed make yep. the bed oh, and that takes what maybe two seconds yeah <laughs> well seriously like 90 seconds yeah. out of your life to make the bed what you you want to watch your wife flip out you know, leave. Let her leave the room. You make the bed, and let her come back in and see that you made the bed. Yeah, it's these little things that you normally wouldn't consider to be a big deal that you take for granted that she does, like making the bed, like gathering up all the socks and whites and stuff and throwing them in the wash with a little bleach. And I mean, you know how to do that. Yeah. How long does that take to do? And watch your wife just absolutely load the dishwasher. Yeah, load the dishwasher and do the dishes. You know stuff like that. I mean, little things to us that are not that big of a deal are a huge deal to them. Yep. And just and if you just do take a few of those things throughout the week and do them, you will see a gigantic change in your marriage. Right. I guarantee it. There's no no doubt in my mind. Well, it's like so. you
1: every single morning have been making me coffee, and it's just it makes me so happy.
0: Well, that's so how I help. It's her. One
1: less thing that yeah. I have to get up and do, and well. he brings me coffee to my bed because yep. <laughs> he lets me sleep in and he's just amazing oh, but it, it does it it is it, it makes a huge difference when and it, it doesn't even have to be anything that I was thinking that needed to be done you just did it and I'm like oh that's one more thing I don't have to do today yeah
0: well, and it's a lot of times it's the gesture it's just the gesture the fact that you tried that you did something that you right. didn't just ignore it and walk out the door thinking about yourself. Um, cuz i mean that's what marriage kind of you know good marriage boils down to is having compassion and and empathy. and empathy for your spouse and thinking about what they thinking about it from, from uh, your thinking about everything from their perspective not just your perspective right so i mean these are things that that definitely will make massive changes right in your marriage
1: <clears throat> i was planning on making writing a blog about What I, what, what we would tell our younger selves that were younger, (laughs) young, young married. That's a good idea. If we could go back, we'll be married 20 years next week or the Mm -hmm. week after. Week after. And what I would tell them is to never start that. No. And, you know, I think it happened after we had Macy and Maddie. And it was just like, I was doing all these things. I mean, we lived a totally different life back then and. Things were night and day different than they are now. And, and I was struggling. Struggling to just stay above water. You know. And I remember waking you up one night. Because I'm, I'm nursing all night. You know. Having two babies under two. Well they were right at two. But yeah. It was just crazy. And I'll never forget like being so resentful. Because I had to get up all night. And I remember I made you come in there and lay in the floor. You're like. Do what do you want me to do? I'm like, I just want you to sit with me. So you (laughs) came in her nursery and just sat on the floor, like ended up falling asleep on the floor. I was like, "Ah." but it was, that was built (laughs) up. I don't remember that. Oh, I do (laughs) built up. Just, I can't wait to do this all over again with another baby. Now that you are who you are now, Mm -hmm. it's going to be different.
0: Yeah, it'll definitely be different. But well, and we just went through this with two yep. babies. So, two. we just 2 years ago, we just went through this with two newborns. So, It's
1: like we're major pros by now, but <laughs> I don't oh, know about that. I don't know. I'm sure.
0: Maybe we should do a do a podcast on that. But I've I've been amazed at at the times where I've seen videos on YouTube and stuff of dads changing diapers and just them just absolutely grossing out because of, i mean i can't believe they gross out to that degree some of them will, oh I know. some of them will really just i mean gag and you know just about hurl and just i mean i'm, I'm like come on it's not that bad i mean it's
1: we've gagged
0: don't you we have punch, gagged yeah. but i mean it's not most of the time it's not that big of a deal i mean it's it does stink but it's not like the worst thing you've ever you know dealt yeah. with i mean but we had we had uh I just it brings to mind that time was it maddie that shot the door
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> she was a baby. Yeah,
0: <laughs> one of us just missed it, it went didn't we?
1: And I think it hit something. Yeah, one the, of us. Or yeah, the changing right
0: table there. was lined up with the door of the bedroom, and and it was a good three feet away, and she she hit it. Yeah, she did. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. That was crazy. It was itty bitty. Yeah, she was tiny. But anyway, but um, so there's um, there's a verse in, in First Corinthians that um, that we hear a lot at weddings. Right, but um. I'm going to have Chelsea read it here because it um, it has it, it has such a um, it's so dead on the money with what your marriage should be and how you should view your spouse and how you should view how you should feel right. about your spouse and anyway go ahead honey read that.
1: Let's see, we're in First Corinthians thirteen four through six. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoings, but rejoices with the truth.
0: Exactly. So if you take that verse to heart and think about what it really means, then you're not going to have any room left for, for trying to one-up your spouse or, or keep score right. against your spouse. Because if love is patient and kind and does not envy or boast, or is not arrogant or rude or insist on its own way, then where are you going to have room to keep, right. keep score with your against your spouse? Right. So um, the next time your wife asks you to do something to help her, then just do it. And the next time your husband asks you to step in, step in. I mean, you know, just start looking at things from that angle. And I'll tell you what, if... If one of you, and I think we talked about this on the transparency podcast, but if if one of the other of the spouses in this in, a, in this type of scenario is just absolutely resistant to all of this, right? If they're resistant to you know helping or anything, then you you've got a deeper problem you right. need to deal with. There's something else going There's on. There's something else going on. So, um, because if it's if you've got two people who love each other and care about each other. Then this should not be a a huge stretch to fix this problem,
1: right? When when you feel yourself, when you feel it coming on again, right? Then like let's regroup. Yeah. Hey, this is the way I'm feeling today. I feel like that you're not giving me your all. What's going on?
0: Yeah. And if you don't want to keep a gratitude journal, then think of ways to tell each other at least once a week or twice a week where you're where you're grateful for them. And something that they did for you. You know, you don't necessarily have to write it down in a journal, but start trying to think of ways you can tell your spouse that you're grateful, you know, for them, that you can love them better and be grateful um, for the things that they do for you. Right. Um, So.
1: I heard someone, you know, and we talked about it this week. Like, how can I love you more? What can I do for you this week to help you? And that's, that's huge, you know.
0: Um, We we actually asked each other that because we listen to other podcast episodes and things. We have a couple others that we listen to. We have one in particular that we really like that we'll share with y'all. It's called Fierce Marriage. It's really good. If y'all want to listen to a good podcast on marriage, listen to them. Um,
1: fierce marriage and and fierce parenting. Yeah, they have both.
0: both. That's right. But one, one thing they said in one of their podcasts, I don't know if it was the whole episode or if it's just something they said in the episode, you could probably remember that better than I could, but, um, they'd said how, you know, coming to each other and asking each other, how can I love you better? You know, what can I do to love, love you better? What are some things that I'm I'm missing? And seeing that's, that goes back to that idea of communication and transparency be willing to have those conversations with each other. Be willing to come up and say, "Listen, I'm feeling well, I'm or feeling,
1: like you, you're on your phone a lot, and I would like some more attention." Yeah. Or and then be ready. I'd like you to come to bed with me at night. <laughs> those type of things, yeah. you know.
0: And then and then be, she's saying that because I'm <laughs> well. We we uh, a lot of times the uh, one or two of of the the little ones will sleep in the and we'll put them down in our bed to go to sleep, and then they. They sleep in there throughout the night, and um, which is really not good. We should not be doing that at yeah. all. But
1: co sleeping, I mean, I'm I'm pro co sleeping, but then I'm against it. Yeah. I think they're. Uh, anyways, that's a whole nother volume. But I'll but, end up
0: falling asleep on the couch watching TV, and I'll just get a blanket and just sleep on the couch. And she wakes up in the morning. And I'm out there on the couch, and oh, look, oh, she you doesn't want like to that. To <laughs> So, I try my best to get up and come get in bed with her. But so
1: we have to kick the babies out of the bed and put yeah, them in other rooms. And right, and I'm like, just come to bed with me. Yeah. So, so anyways, anyway,
0: what were we talking about? <laughs> I forgot. But um, anyway, it was that I love you? How yeah, how, how can, I can how can more. I love you better? Or but, how can I love you better? Yeah. yeah so, um, and be truthful. Yeah, and totally be truthful and about be, that. Be
1: able to re receive that. Yeah, yeah. Without being like,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, like that's that's what I was going to say. When you said you used that, that scenario of, you know, you're on your phone a lot. I wish you'd get off your phone and spend time with me. Um, like she just said, you need to be ready and prepared to, to accept that you know, what your spouse is saying and say, okay, well, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't realize, you know, or, or you're right. I've been on my phone way too much. Right. So let me do that. What would you like to do? You know, let's, let's, let's talk, let's watch a movie. Let's go take a walk around the block or whatever together yeah. and just be willing to do what your spouse asks you to do without an attitude, you know?
1: Right.
0: Um, but anyway, these are things that, you know, and, and ask yourself really how important is it to be on your phone you know, scrolling like through that. social media or whatever it is you're doing.
1: I guarantee you that the relationships inside your home are way more important than any of those relationships on your phone.
0: Got that right. That's absolutely right.
1: And that's where the Lord wants you to spend your time. Yep. You know, I, we're not perfect at that. We're not perfect at spending time with our children and all the time. It's just, have, we're in different seasons with different ones. You know, we, we spend a lot of time with the babies, but... Not as much with our big girls because they're going and blowing and yep. whatever, and it it's just it's you only have them for a blink yep. <laughs> of an eye, yeah, and then they're gone. So you know, I that's something I challenge all couples to do is like really look deep within your marriage and how can you both change it to benefit your family. You know, is it sitting down for dinner together at night or? Yeah cooking dinner together or bringing the kids in and all of you spending time together because before you know it, they're gone. I'll tell you a real good
0: one is a nightly devotional or at least one, a couple of times a week, get together as a family, pray together, read a Bible story, you know, do something out of the, you know, read, read some scriptures together or go around the room, everybody reading a little bit, right. things like that can just really mean the world to y'all. Cause I look back on my family did that a lot when I was growing up, we did nightly devotionals and things like that. And I still remember those and think about those. And, and, um, it was a big deal. Right. I mean, um, it's a, it's a really big deal that especially Christian families spend time together and talk about scripture yep. and make sure your kiddos know, because you know, Men, you're the you're the spiritual leader of the house. It's your responsibility. It is your responsibility to guide your children into the arms of Jesus, and um, it's very important that you do that because yep. um, that's going to be held to your account yep. one day. So, um, wake up, do that. It's very important. So but
1: to wrap up, be grateful. Yes. You know, start start a journal, even just in your notes in your phone. Yeah, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful that he did that. I'm yeah. grateful. Or te- mean,
0: yeah, text it to each other. Yeah. whatever you know.
1: Um, or just tell them to their face. Yeah, but change your mindset on how you view each other. Yeah, and when when you start to show gratitude, they start to show gratitude. Right. And exactly. It it it's reciprocates. A good point. It's a good point. So, and um, and also, like, what, what is the golden rule? Treat others as you would do unto others, treated. as you would have there others do
0: unto you that's because, exactly right and it yeah. comes right back at you yep think about that and and keep in mind first Corinthians 13 4 3, 6 read that verse from time to time put it take yep. it pull it up on your phone and take a screenshot of it and keep it in your in your photos and go and scroll scroll to it and read it every once in a while
1: or a sticky note on your mirror yeah a sticky whatever, note yeah just anything. To remind you. yeah just to remind you it's such a good reminder of you know God's love for us yep and um the way we should Show love to everyone. Yep. Especially inside our home.
0: Yep. If you're not if you're not loving your spouse the way the scripture calls you to love your spouse, then you're missing on the on the core principles of the gospel. Keep that in mind. Right. Yeah. So
1: all right. pray anyway. So. Yeah. All so
0: right? all right. Father God, we come to you tonight thanking you for all that you've done for us. Thanking you for your grace and your love and your watch and care over us. Lord, thank you for giving Chelsea and I the ability to to run this podcast. And we hope that our message meets and gets to the people that need to hear it. Yes. And Lord, we ask for your further blessings and your love. And we love you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Good night, everyone.